You're listening to Collective Practice, a podcast for mental health entrepreneurs who dare to dream, create, and grow your business. I'm Lauren Spaulding, marriage and family therapist and business consultant. I'm on a mission to create abundant success for those in the helping profession who strive to tear down barriers around mental wellness and create healing opportunities for all. Thank you so much for joining me in today's episode. Let's jump right in. Welcome back to Collective Practice. I'm Lauren Spaulding, and if you're new here, this is a podcast for mental health entrepreneurs where we talk business skills, clinical skills, and mental health. And welcome to today's episode. I'm going to be sharing an inside peek to the Collective Practice membership. This is a community that I created for mental health entrepreneurs, and we have three live calls a month with different focus on each call. We have one call that is focused on supporting your business. We have one call that's focused on supporting the clinical side of what you do. And we have one call focused on mindset and our own mental health as an entrepreneur. You can see a theme there that is also the things I talk about on this podcast because I feel like all three aspects of our job are so important and addressing them throughout our career is going to be so vital to building a sustainable business. So I wanted to do a little series on the podcast where you're going to get an inside sneak peek to what the members get to experience in these live calls and it's going to give you an idea of some of the services offered through the membership. There's these three live calls and then there is also courses available for you all about growing your business and scaling what you do. And so that course is set up in three phases. The first one being starting your practice. The second one being growing your practice, your online presence, marketing skills, things like that. And then the third phase is scaling your business. So taking what you do and creating a passive income stream for yourself and your private practice. Now there's not really a way I can give you an insider look at the course. I will think about it and see if maybe I'll create a podcast in the future to show you that. But for now, I'm going to let you see what it's like to attend our live calls. And for today's episode, we are going to get an inside look into the business support call. So without further ado, welcome to the membership. Branding, um, a lot of people think about it for social media marketing, but we also want to think about it in terms of how we're communicating on directories, on our website, and then even when we're talking with colleagues and networking, if we keep a really consistent brand voice, we tend to get a lot more referrals. And as our business grows, our name recognition grows with that because if you're creating a value-based business and your brand voice is on par with that, then people are going to continuously think of you. So when you add counselors, they're going to think, oh, yes, I know what that practice is about. Or um, when you add services, things like that, like you're creating confidence through branding for people to really feel confident to refer to you, even if they just met you once or even if they just came across your website. Um which I know I've experienced that referring where someone had a really clear brand voice and matched who I didn't feel like I fit with. And so I referred them and then the person would get back to me saying like, that was the perfect match. Like, thank you so much for that counselor. Um, and like, I don't even know them. 
<laughs> never <laughs> even spoke to them. But because their website's so strong, their profile so strong, they are getting referrals through that. And I get that for myself as well, um, which it creates those little nuances too of like your personality where you're like, I don't quite know how to put this into words, like my style of therapy, what they expect when they work with me. But that's in whatever you say, like you, we are our brand, we are our business. And so making sure we're clear on that, but making my brand voice clearer, because I was recognizing that, you know, I put something together, it's better to have something than nothing. And then as my brand voice felt more clear is recognizing like my color scheme needs to change and different aspects of that to match it, Um, which is an important thing to think about. Like I picked what I like. So when I decorate my home or when I'm shopping, I'm drawn to neutrals and like more earthy tones. And so I went with that, but then realizing, okay, that's what I like, but it's not matching my brand voice because that's matching a brand voice. that's very soft, very calm, um, very like a lot of organic brands pick those uh, color palettes, but as y'all likely experienced, my brand brand voice is very bold, very like, let's disrupt the system and very different from that. And so, um, at this phase of business, I decided to outsource that, but that's something that you can do on your own. Um, just thinking of how you want your brand voice to be. And it's really easy to search like on Pinterest and Google different brand, uh, color palettes. And then kind of go from there. Canva is a great resource to look at um, graphics and photos and seeing things that match your brand voice if you're looking to do it cheap or minimal cost. Okay. So there are different brand archetypes within marketing and you want to have an idea of where you match. And typically you either have one brand archetype or you have maybe one and then a kind of subgroup that still goes, but it's not quite as strong as the first one. So you've got the outlaw, the magician, that's spelled wrong, the hero, the lover, the jester, the everyman, the caregiver, the ruler, the creator, the innocent, the sage, and the explorer. The outlaw, um, this brand voice is disruptive, rebellious, and combative. So the brand message is demand more, go against the status quo, and this brand value sits in revolution. So an example of like a mental health brand that does this is the nap ministry. So napping, you might think of like soft and pillows and white, but the nap ministry, their colors are black, dark gray and yellow, really bold. And they use really bold graphics and they speak about naps being a revolution. Um, And then if we think of a big brand that uses this brand archetype, you would think Harley Davidson, like basically any motorcycle company, they lean into like, be rebellious, be yourself, go against the grain kind of um, language. And then the magician, the brand voice is mystical, informed and reassuring. And so the brand message here is all of your dreams can come true if you believe. And this is valued in power. And so an example of mental health uh, business that does this is Q Christian Fellowship. So this is a not-for-profit that's for Christian LGBT community. And so they very much uh, have this brand message of your dreams can come true of of being yourself. And um, 
being safe within that. And so they, their branding is like these curvy lines and you can see their rectangles are, are, have like the round edges, um, and really soft colors. And another example of a big brand would be Disney. Um, so very magical and, and it invokes that those type of emotions in you of like, it's very magical and makes you feel really good. Um, so that would be the magician. Then the hero, the brand voice here is honest, candid, and brave. The brand message is we have the determination and we can make the world better. The value here is mastery. Um, so an example here is inclusive therapist. You know, everything they speak on is about therapists having the determination to um be more inclusive to address issues that work are in our field and be better, do more, um, make the world better through justice. Um, and then another brand who does this is Adidas. A lot of sports brands do this. Like you've got it, you've got the grit, you've got the determination. So it's a very like encouraging brand. And then the lover, the brand voice here is sensual, empathic, and soothing. The brand message is your beauty is striking and can't be ignored. And the value here is intimacy. Um, so one example here is the body is not an apology. So it's, this brand message is all about like everyone is beautiful. Everyone is a goddess. Like you should be um, cherished in your body the way it is. And a lot of perfume brands like Chanel um, use this brand message as well. Like you are striking, you are gorgeous and we want you to know it. And then we've got the jester. This brand voice is very playful, very fun and optimistic. The brand message is let your hair down, start living life and the value is in pleasure. So Soko Ray Therapy is a great example of this. They do little memes like the Fresh Therapist of Inglewood. They do silly videos. They'll like as a group practice do like dance videos together and things like that. So they bring a lot of fun and playfulness into their brand. Um, and then an example of a big brand that does this is Geico with all of their different mascots and shticks that they have. They want to make insurance silly and funny to attract you to the business. And then the everyman, the brand voice here is friendly, humble, and authentic. So the brand message is treat each other with friendliness and honesty, and the value is belonging. Um, so an example here is mom doc psychotherapy. Um, so she's very like normalizing of what moms go through, like mama, go wash your hair. Um, she's very encouraging, but in a very soft way. Um, and she's humble in that she shares her own story. She shares other women's stories and shows up very authentically. Um, and then a big brand that does this is Target. Target is very much like we are for the people. We don't want to be too expensive, but we want you to have a high-end experience. And um, they really like to show belonging. So even now they're showing like, they're highlighting all of the black owned businesses within their stores to show like, we are the everyman. We want every person to feel comfortable here and to feel like you belong. And then the caregiver, the brand voice here is caring, warm and reassuring. And the brand message is everyone deserves care. 
the value here is service. Um, so a good example of that is Trauma & Co. And so their branding is very soft uh, pinks and purples and a little bit of like blues. Um, they have really warm photos that they use, like the little twinkle lights. And um, they're very much based in like being a reassuring presence for people who are going through trauma. Um, and then a big brand that does this is Tom's. So their whole thing of being the caregiver of buy a shoe, we donate a shoe, we're very caring and we care for the for people and things like that. That's their whole brand. Um, so the ruler's brand message is you're successful in life and should reward your excellence. And the value here is control. An example here is Hello7. Um, this is a business coach that I learned from. I highly recommend her book, but she is has a super powerful brand voice of like, you're amazing. You should be a millionaire. You're the best human on this planet kind of feeling. And like when she talks, you feel really inspired by her and everything she does is high end. When you go on her retreat, you stay in a luxe resort in Europe and she gets the best of the best coaches and she has a ranch and that you get to stay at. And, um, and so this brand message is all about like, you know, live it up, reward yourself, feel the excellence that you are. And a big brand that does this is Rolex. And a lot of uh, luxury brands use this branding of the ruler. Then we have the creator. The brand voice is inspiration, daring, and provocative. The brand message is see potential everywhere and uncover originality. The value is innovation. Um, so an example here is Zula Essentials. This is a medical professional who started creating quality CBD products. And so being, you know, daring and provocative and saying that, you know, there is an alternative to Western medicine. And uh, she's very, like, very, um, very much speaks on that and her platform of she believes in overall health and overall wellness. And so that's her whole brand is like innovation and thinking of your health in different ways. Um, and then a big brand that does this is Tesla. Then we have the innocent. The brand voice is optimistic, honest, and humble. The brand message is the most wholesome things in life are pure and the value is safety. So an example is Moon River Naturals or really any like organic or essential oil companies. They tend to use the innocent brand uh, archetype. So a lot of natural uh, earthy tones and they bring in a lot of like the plants and things like that for their background. Um, and then an example of a big brand here would be Lush. And then the Sage. Your brand voice is knowledge, assured, and guided. And the brand message is education is the path to wisdom, and wisdom is where the answer lies. So your value is understanding. And a good example is Dive In Well. They provide lots and lots of education around mental health for people of color. And an example of a big brand here is Google. So this is brands that are all about education and knowledge. And then the explorer, the brand voice is exciting, fearless, daring. Your brand message is live life to the fullest and your value is freedom. So an example would be Wonderlust Yoga. So you can see them doing yoga in all different environments. And you're, they're in these poses showing like, I'm so free and you know yoga is exciting. 
and um, a lot of physically healthy brands tend to lean towards the explorer like REI. A lot of times um, therapists lean into the innocent or the caregiver. Like we think of that as a default brand because we're like, well, of course I'm very caring and warm um, and very like much about service. But you can see there's all these different ways that we can appear as a therapist and we can attract our ideal client through that brand message. Like if we are all the caregiver, then we all look like a generic therapist. Um, If that is truly, truly your brand, then, you know, lean into that. I'm not saying you shouldn't be a caregiver, but you want to really think about like how that actually, if it actually fits you or if one of these other ones fits better. Of those, which one do you feel like stuck out to you as your brand archetype? I was thinking, um, I tend to be, I was, I was connecting with the jester. Um, I was thinking about how, like, since I work with young people, particularly like teenagers, but before then, which is what led me to working with them, like, I was always like, um, kind of a loud, playful, silly, joking presence in the in the counseling room. Um, I tend to find that I like feel like energized and like wish I had more clients like this underneath my umbrella of care. Um, and so that tells me that like uh, the energy that that I'm using in um, with this client is is one that feels like very natural and comforting for me. Um, and so that felt in alignment so far. I might um, explore, well, I will I'll probably explore a lot further about like well, what, what else might fit. But yeah, that's what jumped out initially. Yeah. I think that's a really great brand archetype for teens because therapy feels scary. They think about judgment 24-7. And that's their greatest fear. And the more you can make it like, no, it's going to be fun and playful and I'm not going to grill you, you know, the more they're going to feel comfortable with you. And I could see even parents enjoying that too. Um, like that you're, you're going to stand out from other therapists that their brand archetypes a bit more serious and they'll, they're probably going to think like, oh, she really can relate to my teenagers she gets it you know I was like identifying with so many I was like oh I mean my my um I was like is this based on my personality or the vibe because I'm obviously different like who I am over here might be different how I show up as a therapist Mm -hmm. and I don't I I mean, my natural tendency was to go towards the, either the belonging one, I can't remember which one that was, or the explorer one, because they tend to like nature and even maybe the innocent one, because that's kind of where I go. But I also have, <laughs> I'm like, I feel like I'm so complicated. Like the first one, I was like, oh, I don't, I don't like to be put in a box and I don't want to like do like the traditional thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I could see like the outlaw part too. Um, yeah so I was kind of all over the place I was like well I feel a little bit all over the place right now but I think the brand what I'm trying to go for is grounded therapy which is very like centered which does not have that outlaw vibe at all so I was thinking more of like the explorer or the innocent yeah and you were talking about doing like um like outdoor stuff with your therapy too 
yeah, so I think it's be. explorer really matching that. Yeah. Well, and there's a little bit of that out the rebellious part of the outlaw can come into the explorer. Mm-hmm. Like like how Wonderless Yoga is like, oh, don't do just do yoga on a mat, do it on the ATX sign and <laughs> do it, right. you know, on a pole, what not a pole. <laughs> those boogie boards on the lake you know like you can bring in that rebellious flair like therapy doesn't have to be sitting a cock cross from someone and talking and Mm -hmm. having that like explorer feel to it of like what connecting with nature and the outdoors can bring to mental health and and to your services in particular yeah that's a good point so you would just have the explorer would be the color palette but then you would add language in that would match the outlaw. Is what you're saying? Right. Yeah. Like aspects of the outlaw, I think, kind of uh, right. overlap a little bit with ex- the explorer. But the explorer is more focused on like the adventure component of it, whereas the outlaw is more focused on like disruption. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. Thank you. I would say the explorer then. I landed. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting when I took the quiz, when I initially saw your slides, I was like instantly, oh, I must be caregiver, right? Because this, this is exactly what we would all think we are, you know? Um, but then as I went through each of them, I was like, mm-hmm. No, it's more like outlaw, explorer. Um, those are kind of where I fit in when I think of myself and even myself as a therapist. But the feedback that I get from people, how kind and sweet and nurturing and calming I am. So I was like, I guess my brand needs to like reflect that, but I'm totally all about disruption. I mean, I'm trying to dismantle systems that are in place that are oppressive and are, please don't get me started, but <laughs> that's kind of where I'm going. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm so I know I, you know, I showed you my logo and I, that to me was, was a reflection of what other people have told me about myself. Mm. But when I think about myself, I'm like, oh, that's sweet. You know, it's, it almost looks angelic with the logo that I showed her. Mm. So, yeah, I've been, my head's been swirling. And when I took, actually took the quiz, they have these just quizzes you can take online. I was a combination of the everyman which I can relate to mm-hmm. just your everyday person, you know, that's what I am <laughs> like. And then <laughs> the magician, which I love that because it has that quality of that ethereal quality that I love so much. So yeah, I was all over, I've been all over the place about which archetype I am. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I could see the everyman like thinking of like you're disrupting the systems in place by creating accessibility. And if you think about it, like that's similar. If you think about target, like targets idea of the everyman is like, not everyone has to go to Nordstrom to get 
really nice decorations for their house or not everyone has to buy name brand to have the latest trend clothing or whatever. And so they're bringing that into their store at these like uh, prices that everyone can enjoy and everyone can have that beautiful home they saw on Instagram and everyone, you know, and that's how they're being disruptive. So I could see that of like, I'm, I'm being disruptive by making this mental health more accessible by thinking of the people. So I know you and I talked about like, you want to work with neurodivergent people and people with different abilities and to, to be the voice for that of like, y'all deserve like high quality mental health and not to be like thrown to the intern because you have all these medical bills. So you can't also tackle on them. a big therapy price, like things like that. And so it is disruptive, but the message is like, we all deserve this, you know, like we all deserve that feeling of like, we all belong. Yeah. And the same for the you know LGBT community. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to make mental health and yoga accessible for all of us. Yeah. Not just the skinny cis white girl, you know? Yeah. That's okay. Thank you, Lauren. You always know how to, (laughs) but it does incorporate like that magical realm that I love so much. Yeah. So, oh, okay. I feel much better. Mm -hmm. Thanks. Yeah, absolutely. And those two pair well in that both of them have that sense of like belonging, you know, like, um, but, the idea of the magician is more like it feels a little bit more mystical, magical, um, whereas the everyman feels a little bit more um, hearty, you know, that kind of meat and potatoes vibe. Um, but you do with it what you want is kind of what I'm saying is like, um, if you notice, like, I want to do that, but it feels too like soft for me, or it doesn't feel like it quite fits my personality, like your personality is going to come in it no matter what. But it's just more so how are you channeling it to where it's super focused and it's super clear what you're doing. So let's just kind of round robin. What else? What other thoughts come up for you? What do you feel like um, when you think about your online presence? What do you feel like you're wanting to change or focus on? All right. I hope you enjoyed a sneak peek into the membership. I will be opening up spots to join in February of 2022. So if you are interested, be sure and check out more info in the description below and be sure to pre-register to sign up. It costs you absolutely nothing to save your spot for February. And I will send you more information about the cohort. If you're interested, you can email me at lauren at laurenspalding.co with the word motivated. That lets me know you're interested in the membership and you would like more information around how to join and all of the details surrounding that. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. It's free and it's the easiest way to support this podcast and share today's episode with a friend, a colleague, or anyone who could benefit from this information. And lastly, don't forget to follow me on my socials where I post even more free content for mental health entrepreneurs. And I will see you in the next one. Bye.